Welcome to the Splash of Sass podcast. I'm your host, Amy Quinley. This is the unofficial Jeff Lewis Live after show. Today, we are recapping the April 7th episode where Allie Landry was the guest. We had our girl, Maggie Weaver, who uh, was not on the entire week until Friday, and I missed her. I missed her. And of course, we got shout out Shane Douglas, and we launched right into uh, Jeff being instantly enamored with Allie's perfume. He basically fumigated the studio with it and (laughs) choked everybody out. But, you know, it's better than somebody farting, I guess. I don't don't know why I said that, but also it makes me think, because yesterday we were talking about airplane pet peeves. When somebody farts on an airplane, I have never felt more violated in my life because I just have such a sensitive nose and... I just picture, like, it's not even just you farting. It's like, I picture the visual of it. Like, I pictured, like, your fart smell as, like, green gas, like, infiltrating my entire space, all of my airwaves, every single crevice that I own is now filled with your nasty-ass butt smell. Like, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. My advice, go to the fucking bathroom, bro. Ew. But back to Allie's perfume, I really wish that I could smell it because now I'm so interested. We need Jeff to send us like scratch and sniff. If you're going to talk about scents, then then put us on a mailing list and let us join in on the fun because you know that we can't afford that shit, Jeff. We can't afford that shit, probably. I don't know. Also, I buy this brand of perfume that has been discontinued for over 20 years that I'm obsessed with. I got it as a child and I am obsessed and I spend over $50 on eBay for the tiniest. Oliver, can you not claw on the couch, please, while I'm recording? I love you. Thank you. Sorry, guys. I think that Jeff should do a, he should do a um, Jeff's favorite things for Christmas, like Oprah's favorite things list. We need a Jeff's favorite things for sure. Oh my gosh. And like all of his friends and all of the chumps, they get to advertise their products through him and they get the discount code Jeff. Woo! And we, all the listeners can just all turn into one person, I guess, all smelling like orange geranium or whatever Allie's perfume was. So Allie wrote a book about never settling her parents told her never to settle because you're worth it. Jeff's dad told him to absolutely settle. And if you're looking for five qualities in a person and you find two, then marry them, which (laughs) is hilarious. Great advice. I'm sure Stu has at least one and a half qualities that Jeff's looking for. But the only advice that my mom ever gave me, my dad never, my mom, she locked me in a car one time when we were driving (laughs) and she told me, Never to give oral sex to anybody unless I was in love with them. You guys, that was literally the only time she's ever talked about sex with me, locking me in a car and saying, don't, basically don't give a blowjob unless you're in love. What? What if he's not in love with me back? I'm boy crazy. I love everybody. So like, what are you talking? So I just, okay, mom. All right, great advice then. I guess I'm sure... All the boys are grateful for you. 
All right, moving on. Allie's mom gave her a 15-year-old daughter a phone for Christmas. After a week, Allie finally checked it and realized her daughter was posting sexy TikToks, dropping it like it's hot, making it rain, talking to old men. So they took the phone away and took the door off of her room for a year. For a year, which is kind of crazy to me because I... Obviously, I'm not a parent and I, I'm no one can judge parenting and all of that, blah, blah, blah. We get it. But at the same time, if you didn't check the phone for a week and then when you finally did, then all of a sudden you're like, no, here's all these rules now. It's like, why didn't you set the stage in the very beginning? Like set the rules from day one, put the restrictions on the phone from day one instead of letting her go crazy and then reprimanding her for going crazy. Like, what did you expect? <laughs> also, I had the door taken off my room and it was such a fucking invasion of privacy. I will never recover from it. Like I was never more uncomfortable in my life. I have three other siblings, two parents, like plenty of animals that would just barge in. I was so uncomfortable. My room was right near the linen closet. So anytime anyone needed a fresh towel, they might also get a peek of my bush. Like, I don't fucking know. And you're a kid at that point. So like, it's just, I don't like the door being off the room, but my door was off my room because I didn't clean it. I didn't clean up the clothes off of my floor. So does the punishment fit the crime? I don't, to me, again, okay, so parents are always like, I'm so scared, I'm gonna mess up my kid, I'm gonna mess up my kid. Great, you probably will. But also, like, the world will mess them up. Your job as a parent is not to be perfect and to have all the answers. It is to help your kids find the answers and the resources that they need to let them be successful in life. So, for example, as me, as a young kid, if instead of you taking the door off of my room and leaving me with even more angst and anxiety and anger and all of the negative emotions. If you had, my clothes are on the ground, right? Clearly I'm a messy person. Clearly what I need is stronger organizational skills. So instead of punishing me by taking away all my privacy, like why don't as my parent, you find a way to help me get those organizational skills. Because now as an adult, I still don't really have them. And it's now my responsibility. And my brain is already developed. So there's no room. You can't teach an old brain new tricks. All right. Yeah, you can. I just like to complain. And then all the parents in the room start talking about abbreviating text, which is just so funny. Texting's supposed to be quick. Like keep up or fall behind, boomies, boomers. Jeff even uses correct punctuation, all of that. Like, start using audio messages if you want. Those little voice notes, they're so fun and quick to do. And just be like, on my way, bitch. Uh, I got no legs, bitch. Um, that's an inside joke for all us listeners. But also, my mom used to make us... I'm so sorry. I love my mom so much. She used to make us start our texts with her to as hello. Like, we'd have to be like, hello, can you come pick me up now? Hi, can you come get me? Hi, what time is dinner? It's like I had to start everything with hi, hi, hello. Like it was a formal email. And it's like the point of texting is to be quick. So let us fucking go, RN. Let us fucking text quick, RN, right now. 
Also, speaking of correct grammar, does anybody else want to chuck their phone across the room when you type something correctly and it autocorrects on its own and changes your correct words into incorrect words? Like I was just writing a text and I said, of all the things, and it changed it after I already finished typing things, it changed the of to if. It changed to if all the things. And I said, what the fuck? Like, hey, first of all, computer, Siri, whatever. Like, who is in my little autocorrect bubble that's like, that should be an if. Because if didn't even make sense in that context. So none of it made sense. I typed correctly. You should be fined for that, Apple. I want residuals for having to fix your autocorrect. I'm autocorrecting your autocorrect. So I'm the computer now, bitch. Allie and Megan use an aura ring? Something to track their sleep. Jeff tracks it on his own. I fucking hate it when people talk about their sleep. It annoys me so much. Like there's two types of people in this world, right? There's somebody who the second their head hits the pillow, out like a light, out like a light. They don't need CBD, vena, oil, whatever. They don't need anything. They don't need a track or a shit. They just go to fucking sleep. The rest of us are all miserable with sleep. Like Ever since I was little, I had sleep anxiety. I hate my dreams are so crazy. No matter if I'm drinking, smoking, sober, like no matter what, my dreams are so crazy. To the point last week, I had a dream of an ex-boyfriend and his parents. And in the dream, his parents were in a commercial for a winery. Like my imagination came up with an entire commercial with them in it of this winery. Like I created a commercial in my dream and I was watching it in my, it was, and that was just one little layer of 70 other things that happened during that dream. I love dreaming. I feel like it is just like honestly a portal to the 17th dimension. I just think it's the coolest thing there's obviously so much meaning and messages behind it. Like it really is just fascinating. I always suggest writing it down as quick as you can in the morning. Again, I teach not do because I say that. And then when I look at my own dream journal note app, um, I have maybe once a month. And again, I have like 17 dreams a night that are just batshit crazy. So, uh, but I just don't get the whole like, did you sleep well? Did you sleep? Does it matter? Like if you didn't sleep well, drink more coffee. If you did sleep well, then like you have to bring the energy for the rest of us. Okay. Like just make it work no matter how you did. I don't know. I had a friend who was always like, I'm so tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. Every day they were just tired. It's like, we all are. We get it. You're just a neggy Nancy. Like just, just stop bringing us down, my love. Don't bring me down. We're supposed to sleep in four hour increments anyway. We are obsessed with this eight hour, nine hour straight. But like back in the day with the farming, it was you sleep for four hours and then you do stuff. And then you have like a little siesta in the afternoon because between the hours of 2 p.m. and 4 p.m. is when your body needs to rest again during the day. That's why we all get the afternoon sleeps. And so, yeah, I just... I don't know what to say, people. Like, just get over the sleep thing. If you aren't sleeping enough, then figure it out. Sorry. I don't mean to yell at you. I'm yelling at myself, I guess. Allie also doesn't settle because she drinks a lot of water. She drinks a lot of water. That's some of her advice. Not to settle, to stay hydrated. 
but don't drink too much folks. Cause I used to drink so much more water than I did. And honestly, I kind of feel better now that I cut back a little, I used to have to pee all the time. I was just constantly like sloshing around. You know, when you hear it, when you like roll over and it's like, grunk, and all the water like rushes to the side, like your stomach is an actual waterbed. That's how it feels. So don't overdo it. Maybe just have like have water during the day for sure, but maybe squeeze a little lemon in it, you know, make it fun. My dad used to only drink carbonated water, like polar spring seltzers and all of that. And I'd be like, dad, you need to drink regular water too. And he'd be like, Amy, this is regular water. It's just carbonated. And then I looked it up and it was like, actually some of the nitrate calcium sulfites in it are not kosher like it's okay yeah of course you can drink soda water it's great for you not great for you who am i am i a doctor now uh but it's not the same as drinking regular water let's just say that so at least a cup a day all right let's just settle for that a cup a day jeff is obsessed with megan's ozempic face which i don't we all know megan does not have ozempic face megan you're beautiful you're gorgeous you're flawless we all know it's a projection because Jeff is mad at his own work that he's had done that doesn't make him, he kind of, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to say again, anytime anybody's picking on you for something, just know it's because they're looking in the mirror, focusing on that themselves. So it's the same way that all of a sudden my friend told me that uh, she has bags under her eyes and she has nothing. And then I looked under mine and I have elephant trunks under there And then I was looking at baby pictures of myself and I have elephant trunks under my eyes. And I realized that I was just born with elephant trunks under my eyes. Like that's just me. That's just my face. So it's kind of like the, a tree, you know, when you like cut a tree trunk and how many rings tells you how old it is, like how many lines on my face tells you how much I fucking laugh. And clearly it's a lot. Clearly it's a lot. Uh, Allie's fireplaces at her beach house don't always work. She has four. She has four. I love a fireplace. I used to work kind of as a property manager type thing, but I worked at this, um, one, it was kind of rentals for these rich vacationers. And this one house had eight fireplaces and one was a gas fireplace. And, um, you like turn the gas key and all of that. And someone turned the gas on, but didn't, no, and like didn't light the fire. And basically, if anybody had lit a match at that point, the entire house would have blown up. But one of the other property managers was around the area and like smelled the gas and went and fixed it all. But it was crazy. So fireplaces kind of scare the shit out of me. Oh my gosh. Also, in that same job, there was another crew who we would open the flue for them um, in the fireplace. So for anyone that's not a pioneer buccaneer building fires left and right, uh, you, the flue needs to be open. And that is basically like a lid on the chimney in the chimney so that um, nothing like leaves or stuff can't like fall down the chimney and then come into your fireplace. So the flue is usually closed, but if you want to have a fire, then you open the flue. So these people kept the flue closed and they lit the fire and it just billowed, just like the entire house, obviously almost caught on fire. I grabbed a fire extinguisher, never used one in my life, whipped that thing open, 
sprayed it everywhere. It was so fucking fun. It was like creating a foam party. I was like, Bing! and then um, we called the fire department and everything. There was just smoke, debris, ashes everywhere. And it was a group of girls, rich girls, rich bitch there to uh, stay. And they were just so excited because they wanted to meet the firefighters and who were all like cutie boys. And they just took pictures with the firefighters while we all cleaned up the shit storm that they left behind. So that was fun. Jeff took a trip to La Farmacia in Mexico. He took four Z packs makeup artist almost died. Then somebody called in. This was hilarious. Somebody calls in and it's like, and I love you listener. If you, if you were the one to call in, she was like, I think it was just anxiety from like taking a weird pill. It's like, Girl, anxiety doesn't make you like vomit on 17 times in a row. Wait, I have given a few examples during this podcast and I keep on using the number 17. I don't know why that's not like a thing for me. So maybe I should keep an eye on that and invest in 17 lottery tickets or some shit. Ooh, maybe I will. Ugh, I want to win the lottery and then I don't need to go to La Farmacia in Mexico. I can go to the rich bitch, Dr. Hosacian, Osiso, whatever the card everyone uses. It'd be so fun to have money. I just read somewhere Kanye West Donda School. There's like this whole lawsuit going on with that, but Kanye makes them all eat sushi every day and he spends 10000 a week on sushi. I always say if I was rich, I would just eat sushi all the time. Sushi every day, all day, every day. Also, I don't think that sushi should just be fish and vegetables. Like, why don't we have breakfast sushi. It doesn't have to be seaweed too. It can be like that pink soy paper. And then you put like a little scrambled eggs, a little bacon, a little like maybe even tempura flakes as like a quiche kind of flavoring. Guys, again, I'm a polymath. So I like a little bit of everything. So I love cooking and I want to create this type of, I, I want to create all these things, but I don't want to be the main person running it. You know, like I want to meet somebody else who loves innovative sushi. And then I will partner with you and we can be creative together, but then you kind of got to run it. Cause I got other shit to do, you know, but I want pizza sushi, Buffalo chicken sushi that you like dip in like a blue cheese ranch, little soy glaze. Oh my goodness. Oh, it's beautiful. All right. Let me know how your thoughts on that. Is that yay or nay? For the first time in five years, Megan has prepared questions on the show to ask Callie. (laughs) Oh, it's so funny. I just, I, it's so funny to me to picture Jeff's face If after five years of never hearing from your coworker before a show, and then all of a sudden they email you with a list of questions, like they prepared like crazy, I can just imagine his face was just a mixture of both delight and confusion. Cause like he's confused why she's finally doing this, but he's delighted to be able to rip her apart for it. And you guys, my favorite thing that we didn't even address from this was that they only asked one of Megan's questions. Megan asked it. Her question was, you guys, her question that she had help with her assistant, Jamie, background research, these hard-hitting journalism questions was, have you really not gotten any plastic surgery? If that is not the most Trump fucking question I've ever heard in my goddamn life, are you joking? I was expecting like, 
if there's something you could tell your younger self, any, like, I don't know, like something a little, if there's one business tool that has helped you beyond anything, anything, but of course it was plastic surgery. Why would I, why would I think anything else? But Allie is almost ready to get her heavy, sleepy eyelids lifted. And it just makes me think, you know, every time we just like rip ourselves apart, wouldn't it be so much easier if ugly was trendy? Can we make ugly be cool? Like, I know people with symmetrical faces were naturally inclined to be attracted to that. But can we alter that gene in our um, GMO babies that they're probably building in labs? And can we just make asymmetrical faces cool? Because my face, if you split it in half, like it's two different faces. One is evil and one is nice. So it fits my personality perfect. But I just, I don't, I'm over, do this, do that surgery, use this cream, use that. And either way, we all just look like shit. Like if you're not naturally flawless from the beginning, which 2% of us are, I would say, 2%. Monroe is definitely in that percentage. So let's not get it twisted. But the rest of us, like, well, I don't want to speak. I'm sure some of, some of these listeners are <clears throat> the next Miss America, maybe, but I just wish that ugly could, or that we just accept. Like, I find everybody to be interesting. We're little snowflakes, right? Like, I, it doesn't matter if you have boils all over your face, whatever. Like, you can still, I personally, I know Jeff would, this is where we, again, would diverge um, in our little fork in the road. And I do find beauty in everybody. I think he does too. I'm not going to put words in his mouth. But uh, he definitely recommends a lot of plastic surgery for people. So... <laughs> I guess those are his words in his own mouth. Ah, I just wish that ugly was cool. Also, I do love when girls say that they dress for other girls. You know, when girls are like, I don't dress for guys. I dress for myself and for other girls. Like, I'm not dressing for boys, for guys. I'm not dressing for men to look at me. My favorite response to that is, okay, so say this world was completely void of all men say there was say there was nobody on this planet except for you would you be fucking wearing top shop every day would you be dressing in a zara blazer would you be wearing those six inch stiletto heels would you be wearing a fucking piece of floss up your ass would you because i sure as fuck wouldn't i would either be wearing a bear suit or i'd be wearing nothing those would be my two outfits i'd be wearing bear skin or nothing and by bear skin i mean like an like i would skin a fucking bear what was that movie where like somebody Brad Pitt was like eating a bear or like Jake Gyllenhaal was inside of one? I don't know. I think I'd go with a polar though. Polar bear seems comfy. And so it's just like, honestly, if this world, even if it was just girls, like if it was all females on this planet, I would not be wearing any makeup and I would not dress in any, I would not wear clothes. So we do, I do that for, I who am I joking? Who are we all joking? Just be honest about it. Again, you can say that you dress for other girls and stuff, but that's not true. If no one was on this planet, I really don't think you would. Again, these are just my generalizations that we know I love to make these sweeping statements. So maybe, maybe there is some bitch that would still be in her skims or, you know, good American gene. I don't know, trying to shake that ass in the mirror, but like, I would just be shaking that bare ass in the mirror. So 
And that time I meant actually bare ass, like actual no clothes bear, B-A-R-E, not B-E-A-R. But the other time it will be a B-E-A-R ass. All right. This is just a clusterfuck of a episode, but such is life. I mean, it's a holiday weekend. What can we expect? Ending on this, a caller, Alice, called in about her 15-year-old daughter who took nudes, got her phone taken away, then would go to school, use her friend's phone, use other people's, find ways to keep on keeping her accounts alive, all of that. And it just instantly threw me back because when I was growing up, it was the start of cell phones. I got my first one in eighth grade and then in high school, obviously had them. But I was obsessed with buying new phones. Like I just loved I just love different. Like I just, if I had a phone for a month, okay, I, I get what it does. I get it. I want the next one. Like what, and not even like the next generation. Cause back then it was all, they were all just shitty flip phones, but you know, it was like the razor. Ooh, that's fun. Okay. But now this LG one has the front camera has like a cover on the camera that you can slide up and down. And with my ADHD, I like fidgeting things. So then there was a new Samsung one and the antenna, the color colors would light up on the antenna. Cool. I want that one now. So what I would do is I'd go on eBay and I would buy old phones for like $50 and I would call Verizon pretending to be my mom because she was um, like a owner of the account. And I, if, and this is only if my mom would take my phone away and I would just reactivate one of my older phones <laughs> and it worked forever. Like, so she would have my phone. So she thought. But then I would just take an old phone because I had like 50 phones at that point and I would just reactivate one of those. And she only noticed when I had one of the old ones like clearly in a spot in my room. And then once she took my real phone away, that other phone disappeared too. And so then they started calling me and my phone was ringing, but the one that she had the phone was off and she's like, it shouldn't be ringing. It should be off right now. So, and I answered cause they blocked the call. It was so sneaky back in the day. And my mom was like, yeah, you're busted. Get home now. And now you're grounded on top of everything and your door's off. So don't be twiddling that twat in there. Cause we're all going to fucking see. Oh my goodness. All right. What an episode. You guys, happy Easter. (laughs) Happy Easter. Happy Passover. Happy Hanukkah to you all and to all a good night. I love you so much. We'll be back on Tuesday with Monday's episode. And until then, stay classy, Ozempic faces. Wee! I love ya. Bye. Splash. 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 I should say.